0: Discovery, no throttle. You are what you eat, or so the saying goes. According to one leading nutritionist, the ideal diet must avoid fat at all costs, unless of course you are following a ketogenic diet. And I, about his esteemed colleague who swears by the undergatherer diet, which doesn't bode well for those of us who live in cities? Not to mention another eminent physician who prunes the egg-based diet. And I could go on. But to come to the point, all these intellectuals trained by the same method in our best faculties with the same facts to hand, do not reach the same conclusions. And if it's obvious in the medical field, It is the same for ecology, economy and, of course, theology where doctors of the faith fight over their interpretation of the same sacred texts. Making the proper decision within a cacophony of discordant voices and ardent egos is not so easy to do, as were governments observed during the recent pandemic crisis. If governments are under influence, maybe so too are the scientists that are supposed to advise them. In a Yale publication, Dan Kahn shows that the art sciences also fall under the influence of their scientists' political position. He calls this politically motivated reasoning. Intellectuals, of whatever disposition, tend to explain the world in terms of their political persuasion. This applies to any belief and explains how intelligent and educated people use their brains to prove the unprovable and justify the unjustifiable to the pages of their prolific, peer reviewed publication and backed by the benevolent authority of their university. This bias is so insidious, we even find it in artificial intelligence. This was evidenced by the unfortunate experiment driven by. Microsoft on Twitter with an AI named Tay which end up being as racist and homophobic as the average Twitter user obliging Microsoft to close it down Yes, we are also what we hear Is such bias inevitable Not completely But it is difficult to cope with as it appears to be really consubstantial to our minds It seems to me there are two types of people those who are intellectually open and aware and those who are not. It's us face it. research labs, technical departments, both of directors are people with those who have no curiosity. They indulge in belief-driven reasoning and start their musing with, given that, given that capitalism is notoriously bad, it destroys nature, the proof lies in Fukushima. Given that Marxism is notoriously bad, It destroys nature, and the proof lies in Chernobyl. Those who are gifted with curiosity do not proceed like that. They question, they investigate, they experiment, and experiment leads to experience. This experimental attitude may be adopted at any time. The curious accept the risk of being wrong, the possibility of ridicule, and The inevitability of contradiction or challenge. The spirit of curiosity is something that can be developed but also lost. Research shows that the spirit of curiosity shields us from politically or belief-motivated reasoning. I don't know if curiosity ever did kill the cat, but have no fear, it won't kill you. Do yourself a favor, keep a curious mind. If you enjoyed this podcast, like it, share it. And if you don't want to miss the next one, subscribe.